So I don't know about you two, but there may already be Christmas decorations up in my house. I'm not actually proud of it, but my five-year-old is obsessed. I mean, it is like next level. Uh, she actually had made herself, herself. She had made these Thanksgiving decorations and she came in one day and was like, mom, those have to go. It's Christmas decoration time. And so we have this like constant reminder that yes. like we're getting closer and closer and closer to the holidays. It feels a little bit like, you know what? I need a little more time here, friend, to get you know, in that headspace of Get just all the busyness. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but she's like, no, we're, we're going for this right now, mom. It's happening. No, I think, I think your daughter is in step. Like November 1st, <laughs> Home Alone was on the screen in our household and they're already set up for, you know, the slew okay. of other holiday movies, Christmas story, so, all that. It's queued up. It's ready to go. They're okay. jumping all the way in right now, even before Thanksgiving. So you're in on this bandwagon. On it. What is your current play count on Mariah Carey right now? You know, that particular tune could probably wait a little bit closer mm-hmm. <laughs> to December 25th. Mm-hmm. Okay. Could, there's, there's a max, there's a ceiling mm-hmm. that you can there go is. to. You don't want to burn too hot tune. too fast. I think that's right. Yeah. You got to kind of, what we've told uh, my daughter, Kit, is like, we can get out one thing a day. Like, we got out <laughs> one Christmas tree. Then- Another Christmas tree. Don't ask me how many Christmas trees we have at Christmas, but that that's kind of our, our role right now. The advent calendar is not long enough. It needs to go backwards <laughs> another two months. 45 Listen. days till Christmas. That's what we're going for here. Are you, any of y'all going to see family and friends this holiday season? I was thinking no this year. Just no, no just, just go back in isolation. <laughs> isolation. Yes, of course. Yeah, we will see family and friends this holiday season for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And do you know where I'm going with this line of questioning? Because are they going to be coming to your house, Courtney? No. Mm-mm, we mm. don't do that. No. <laughs> just kidding, kid. No, I'll, you know, I... I don't know if y'all know this about me, but you know Chase and I met when we were like in fifth grade. So our families live nearby. We don't travel. That whole like having guests to the house is kind of not something we're used to. But let me tell you how this, it seems like, oh, that's perfect. That's so nice. But let me tell you where this is kind of problematic. When all of your families, all of your extended families are close, you are expected to be at all of the things. Hmm. So, you know, just, how, do you, yeah. how do you feel about that, Courtney? Well, I think you you can kind of, <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. Um, it's, you know, and, you, you know, my husband's a pastor, so I don't know if y'all know about the Christmas season at church, but it's kind of like the Super Bowl, you know? And so we got to, you know, it's game time there as well. So it, it is a My it money's a on time. baby Jesus to win it this year. <laughs> <laughs> So we are inching closer and closer to the holidays, which for many of us means spending time around family, spending time around friends. But whether you're hosting people or you're traveling guests, how can you remain focused and productive around a house full of people? Before we know it, the holidays are here. We want to see family and friends and they want to see us. But the challenge is the work doesn't stop. If anything, it's ramping up for that year end push. How can you possibly get your work done and spend time with the people around you without getting stressed or even being rude in the process? 
so it's possible to still be focused and productive in your work and present to the people around you. No pun. So this episode, we're discussing four actions you can take to work from home during the holiday season and remain at your best. This episode is brought to you by Life Focus, a new gamified approach to life planning that's easy, fun, and gives you a GPS for your next 10 years. You can start today at fullfocus.co slash lifefocus. Welcome to another episode of Focus on This, the most productive podcast on the internet. So you can banish distractions, get the right stuff done, and finally start loving Mondays. I'm Verbs here with Courtney Baker and Blake Stratton. Happy Monday to you both once again. Man, this podcast is already better because you're here, Verbs. I mean, oh, we missed you. you, my friend. We missed and you. You both were missed me mostly. As well. Courtney said she didn't miss you uh, <laughs> at all, actually, but just know that you have my loyalty. Well, I appreciate that loyalty, and uh, yeah, me and Courtney will have to talk later. Yeah, no, that is so not true. And y'all know that we, um, for everybody listening, the the three of us got to be together around a table for several hours um, on Friday, and it was the first time in a year and a half. It was so fun. Um, I haven't laughed that hard in a really long time, and it, it really was great to be with both of you. Mm-hmm. And it was for something very special and awesome. <gasps> yes. Wasn't Can we it? Say it? Can we say Can it? Can we say it? I don't I know. Can say it? Sure. It is the holidays. Well, we were shooting a brand new version of the global productivity sensation of a course called Your Best Year Ever. So don't be afraid. Uh, the bulk of the teaching is not done by us, so uh, Michael handled handled that very well. Though he did have to consult with Courtney, you know, just to for some delivery tips and that sort of thing. He's kind of gets nervous about that type of stuff. But uh, we were there providing some bonus content that's never been included in the course, and we think you're going to love it. Well, and we should say for all of you that get best year ever, when you watch these bonus episodes, if it looks like we're on the verge of just like laughing the entire time, that is very accurate. Exactly it was really happened. challenging uh, for me specifically. I would say, Verbs, you, you and I both kind of struggled with this of just like keeping it together because just laughing so hard. So let's get into it today. We are talking about how we can stay on top of our work. While a runch, while around a bunch of people during the holidays, whether it's family, whether it's friends, and uh, we have some actions that are going to help us. They're going to help us understand that a little bit more today. Um, Blake, would you mind kind of bringing us into the first action? Absolutely. Action number one: set up office hours. This one is such a helpful tip. Whether you've got a dedicated office at home or if it's just an armchair in your bedroom, I remember, or or a closet if you're a podcaster, professional, a sophisticated podcaster like me, and you've had to do work at home. Treat it like you're going away to work. And here is the key part. If there's, with this action, I think one of the most powerful things about setting office hours is to communicate to the people around you that even though you'll be at home, you're designating office hours 
Because I, one of the easiest mistakes to make is just to start working, but kind of have this internal pull of, I should be with the family, or maybe mm-hmm. they can knock on the door, maybe they, and they might feel tension, and you might feel tension, and you don't actually get the quality time that you want. But if you can frame this up like, hey, I'm so glad that it's the season it is, and we'll get to spend time together, and I want all the time that we're able to spend together to be as much as possible, and also as quality as possible. And so right. in order to make that happen, I'm going to try to define some firm work hours, even though I'll be here at home. Here's what those are. Y'all are both home right now. Uh, so talk to me. H- how do you set office hours? Yeah, I have pretty um, strong guidelines on my day of when I'm starting and when I'm ending. Obviously, my 11-month-old has no idea, um, but my five-year-old does, and she knows, like, when I come down for lunch or whatever, you know, she'll ask me, like, are you done for today? And I'm like, no, not yet. You know, it's at three o'clock, you know, or mm-hmm. she she kind of has a sense of when it's going to ha- happen, you know, when I'm going to be done. Um, but I think what really helps is, like, in the morning, I go around and, and say, you know, mom's going to work. You know, I'm really just going upstairs, but I make sure to treat it just like I did when I was going to the office. Um, And so we're talking about this in the Christmas season because, you know, your kids may be home from school or, you know, you have guests and all that kind of thing. But it really is a great tool year round. Um, But uh, again, uh, specifically a great tool for the season. Sure. Yeah, I know for us, um, one thing has just helped uh, myself being here with my family pretty much the all, the whole day. It's really just having to physically segment off like my working space. So even while we're recording this podcast, you know, I got to shut the doors, close the curtain. So just as my children are growing in the understanding of, all right, dad is not available at the moment. Um, that just helps, you know, remind them as well. Okay. Let's, uh, let's wait till the end of the work day to, to ask dad to play Legos kind of thing. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think with the office hours, the it's the communication that helps your family, but it also helps you. I I've struggled before of that tension of like, ah, uh, you know, it's it's Thanksgiving week and they came sure. all the way here, and uh, that sort of guilt mm-hmm. it can reinforce and allow you to to be really productive and efficient during that work time, even though yeah. you're at home. And you know, bonus tip: noise canceling headphones super help as well <laughs> to make it feel like an office. Action number two is anticipate needs. And I actually love this one. I love the list and how detailed it is because it really does the work for you. So I would uh, I would jot these down. They may seem kind of trivial and minute, but when you have a bunch of people in your house or when you have many folks in your home, you know, for the holidays, this will help you out immensely. It's similar to when you're working from home around people by anticipating the needs of family or friends while they're in your house. So, you know, welcoming people to say, hey, you guys are free to grab whatever's in the fi- fridge. If you get hungry or thirsty, it's all yours. Don't worry about it. Uh, let folks know this is how you get to Netflix. This is how you <laughs> switch from Netflix to stream off your phone. Those little technical things that depending on the visitor, those are definitely questions that will come your way if you don't kind of preempt that and anticipate that need. So what needs do you guys commonly see uh, coming your way when you have family or friends over for the holidays? For me, it's usually what's the dinner plan going to be? It, especially if I'm if I'm playing host, 
uh, if I'm at, or really even if I'm visiting, you know, if I'm staying with my parents or something like that, if we can get out ahead of it, you know, around the breakfast table mm-hmm. or while I'm making morning coffee going, well, hey, what's the afternoon, dinner, evening plan and try to rally around setting the expectation of the after work plan, then there's less text in the middle of the day going, hey, what, you know, do you want to do this or mm-hmm. that? Or what should sure. we do about this? That's probably the most common one is just getting out ahead of the logistics of planning. And so everyone can do and enjoy the time that they were hoping to get with you during the holidays. And one of the things I think that's important to mention as well, kind of what Blake alluded to is, you know, you want your time with friends and family during the holidays to have quality to it. And one of the things that kind of that can attack that time is if you haven't properly prepared to be out of the office. So even going through the exercise of anticipating the needs of any of your coworkers, how do you set them up to win when you're set to be unavailable during those holiday times and while you're out on vacation? That way, you know, you're not getting texts, ping calls um, in the middle of that quality time with your family. Yeah, that's so true. There's nothing like telling your family that you're not really there with them, like uh, doing a bunch of emails um, while you're looking at Christmas lights. Well, you probably know the benefits of the compound effect of small actions through daily habits, but the biggest question is where are those habits leading you? Well, without a clear destination, it's really challenging to stay on course and keep up your motivation. So how do you decide which habits to prioritize in any given day, month, or even year? Well, the answer is a life plan. We here at Full Focus have created Life Focus, which is a brand new gamified approach to life planning. Each Life Focus kit comes with 11 card decks to help you define your personal mission, identify your personal values, describe your desired future, and determine your next steps, including the key milestones and essential habits to help you achieve your plan. By the end of this fun and easy process, you won't just have a vision for your life, you'll have the next steps and habits to pursue a life of greater direction, growth, and purpose. And right now, just for being a listener of Focus on This, we are giving you 15% off our Life Focus Kit and our course. So just go to fullfocus.co slash lifefocus and use the code FOT15 to get started. So the third action is to actually leave the house. Um, This Mm. might seem like a cop out um, a little bit, but it really is a great solution for working from home, you know, especially when you have a house full of company, you know, there's only so much, you know, a white noise machine can cover up, you know, I, I think... Uh, maybe you could double up with the the earphones and the noise canceling. Um, but there is a, a point where you just have to say, you know what? I probably should just go find somewhere different to work from um, mm-hmm. for this period of time. And I think that it, it's actually nice because it kind of combines, you know, action number one, the office hours, um, because when you leave the house, it naturally does that. You know, it's very clear when you drive away that you are not at home to play. Um, and so that's something to consider as you um, look at the next, you know, this Christmas season, this holiday season. 
Every holiday season when I'm traveling and with family and there's a lot going on, a lot happening, it's easy to get overstimulated. And I remember there's this magical place that you can go and it's quiet, it's completely free, and I can basically promise you that it's pretty well abandoned. And that is your local library. Yes, it still exists. Yes, they have nice desks. Yes, they have Wi-Fi. Yes, there's those all of the rows and rows of books so that you feel academic just by stepping into the place. Yes, Mm -hmm. it still has that smell, that same smell that you remember when you were a kid. So that hasn't gone away. But sometimes they've got coffee as well out there on the front. Maybe if they've got one of those, maybe they don't. But the point is, Please don't drink that is an awesome coffee. place. And I love to rediscover the library because even coffee yeah. shops, especially, I mean, you talk about your Mariah Carey play count. If you only oh, have gosh. 34 more <laughs> listens until you blow yeah. a gasket, then maybe you don't go to Starbucks and you go to the local library. That's a pro tip for leaving the house. This is a huge, t- I love this so much. It, that's actually my favorite place to go to. Like when I, especially when I really need to do a big project, when I need like totally focused. There's just, even at like a coffee shop, there's just, in my opinion, too much for me to like look at, too many people to watch. The library, it's a ghost town, you know? You can't, actually, like, Verbs, can you bring snacks into the library? You know what? I'm always concerned about the noise level and when I might be violating that. So, (laughs) you know, depending a soft bag of chips. Yeah. No kettle, no kettle chips, nothing like that. <laughs> but no, this would probably have to be like a meeting-free, kind of like what we have is a meeting-free Wednesday where you have no Zoom meetings to be on. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, sure. but here we wait, but here we go. I, re, I retract my statement because you can rent out those small little kind of community rooms on the side if you had to take mm-hmm. a meeting. Yeah. So I'm all in for that library situation. One last bonus tip with this action about leaving your house Leave your house at the very least to start and end your workday. It's like this little mental reset. I think I gave this tip when we were podcasting and we were kind of in quarantine zone uh, back in 2020, but Mm -hmm. that was like a mental health, I don't know how to describe it, but the physical action of just, hey, I'm going to go walk around the block and then come back in the house like I'm stepping into my office. And then when I'm done with my workday, hey, I'm going to go take a walk around the block as if I'm quote unquote coming home, there's something physical about that reset, both in the workday startup and shutdown. So add that to your ritual if it's if it's not already there, if you're working from home. Action number four, fill out your daily big three. And this is something we didn't mention in the previous action, but I see this as truly like an anchor Uh, When you're in the middle of that holiday activity, visitors are there. I know for myself, you know, if there's a relative you might not have seen for a while, you know, it's Uncle Larry's coming from New York. You haven't seen him in some years. You don't want to miss out on that time. And knowing that he's at the house and you're at the library working, you may have a little bit of FOMO. Like, man, I want to get this quality time in. He's going to leave on Saturday. And so I feel like this Daily Big Three um, and, and sticking to your daily big three can really serve as an anchor to your day, because if you can knock those out, you have something to hold you accountable um, as you work through your day and know that, hey, once I get to this number three, I can call it a day. I can get back to the family and play checkers with Uncle Larry. I don't know about y'all, but I feel like this would be the recipe for a productive day for me. 
And it's a combination of these things that we've talked about of going to the library, you know, having really clear, this is my daily big three. This is what I'm going to knock out. But also communicating those to someone that I really, you know, I want them to know that I knocked out what I said I was going to knock out. You know, if Mm. it's a boss, a coworker, you know, someone like that, just to say like, hey, today I'm going to the library. This is what I'm going to get done. Uh, I'm going to follow up with you at the end of the day to let you know, you know, how far I got. For me, that extra little dial is really helpful. So then you go for the day, knock it out. I mean, that is, that's really a recipe for a really good, good day for me. That sounds good to me too. Guys, let's just do that today. Let's, let's just do it. Let's all go to the library. Let's do it. <laughs> Filling out your daily big three. I think the best part of this is, have you guys ever had a holiday season or maybe it was Thanksgiving, Christmas time, whatever, you're with family, and then you come away from it and you actually feel like, oh man, I mean, we were all together. It felt really busy. It felt like it was almost overstimulating, but did I really get the rest or the connection or the, I don't know, just did I get what I wanted out of it? Sure. And I, I've been there before where I've been like, oh man, that, that happened. And I was just sort of stressed kind of the whole time. It felt like just the undercurrent of low level stress. The Daily Big Three, although simple, although we talk about it a lot, it can't be underestimated the power it has to reduce that undercurrent of stress that comes from your work that can then infiltrate your family and holiday experience. This is, I mean, the daily big three literally helps me sleep through the night. It helps me like get back to sleep if I wake up in the middle of the night because there's this sense of when you write it down and you can just get the, and you say, hey, this is what success looks like today is getting these three things done. Sure, more could happen or whatever, but here's the finish line. Crossing that off and then engaging with your family, it's going to be dramatic. It's radical. I think how because it's so simple and so easy, quote unquote, we can underestimate how powerful it is to allow us that quality experience that we're trying to have outside of work. And here's here's the opportunity as we approach the holidays, right? It's funny how we just jumped right into like Christmas season, but you actually have two opportunities to get this right, right? Don't forget about Thanksgiving. You know, you may have people in your house during that during that time as well as at Christmas. But use Thanksgiving to kind of figure out which combination of actions is going to work out for you uh, during this time. But experiment with it, tweak it by the time Christmas uh, comes around and you may have it down packed and you'll be as productive as you wanted to be during the season. So the good news is whether you're hosting people or you're a traveling guest, remaining focused and productive in a house full of people can be challenging, but it's not impossible. You can stay focused on your work by setting up office hours anticipating needs, heading out to a coffee shop or library, and filling out your daily big three. Courtney Blake, do you have any final thoughts for our focus on this listeners before we head out? I would just say, I think all of these are really helpful actions, but I think what you kind of need to think about before you even start installing these is just how you want to feel at the end of these seasons. You know, how do you want to feel after Thanksgiving? How do you want to feel after Christmas? And then I think that kind of why will help you determine which one of these actions is best for you to do. And again, I I know we talk about this a lot, but it's kind of like you need that framework 
um, to really help you guide your decisions. So I hope all of you, you know, as you go through the season, that it's it's a really wonderful, um, a really wonderful season with your family and friends. And you know, Burbs, you're having Blake and I over for Thanksgiving, right? Very generous offer. Hope you guys like pizza. (laughs) So thank you for joining us on Focus on This. This is the most productive podcast on the internet. So share it with your friends. And don't forget to join our Full Focus Planner community on Facebook. We'll be here next week with another great episode. But until then, stay stay focused. focused. So let's get into it. How can we stay on top of our work while trying to make work happen around a bunch of people during the holidays. Blake? Yeah, the first action is to just tell your family they're not that important. You know, I've got stuff to do. (laughs) Before you know it, they'll leave you alone. This episode is brought to you by Life Focus, a new gamified approach to life planning that's easy, fun, and gives you a GPS for your next 10 years. You can start today at fullfocus.co slash lifefocus.